everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Lighthearted. My name is Anna. And my name is Bracey, and we're two average gals chatting about what it means to grow. How are you growing this week? This week, I have been kind of back in my groove with journaling and just like general spiritual practice, which I think because of some of the brain fog and like health issues I've had, it's just not Mm -hmm. been as easy for me. I haven't really been interested in doing it. And so I feel like I've got my mojo back and it's been so nice. That's awesome. Yeah. What is your journaling practice? Like, do you just write whatever you feel or do you give yourself like a prompt? I am the most inconsistent person ever. So I don't have a like, oh, I sit down and, you know, do 20 minutes of this and five minutes of that. Actually, a lot of what I do comes from thoughts I have when I'm listening or reading something. So like this morning, I was listening to a podcast and something that the podcast host said made me think about myself. And then it made me think about the idea of having to earn things to deserve them. Mm. And so then I started journaling about like, what is it that I believe that I have to earn and that I'm not naturally inherently worthy of? Interesting. That that was where my thoughts went this morning. Was it easy to come up with those things? I think this particular topic was a little harder. And I and sometimes I feel like I have to noodle on it for a while. Like this one, I can foresee myself coming back to in the future. But sometimes the answers come easily and sometimes they don't. Gotcha. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? How are you growing this week? Honestly, I feel like I've been too busy to grow this week. (laughs) And I. (laughs) Yeah, there's just a lot of things going on with like the end of the school year and birthdays and a trip next week and just trying to figure out the logistics of all sorts of things for the next couple months has just got my head spinning a little bit this week. So I'm just trying to stay afloat. Y'all are traveling a lot this summer too. So. Yeah. And I actually feel like we're traveling like every single month the rest of this year, which feels crazy. (laughs) Wow. That is a lot. Yeah. Especially after a year and several months of not going anywhere. Yeah. We just did a big travel planning session to get the three trips that we really wanted to take this year out of the way. And now I feel like there's still planning to do because we haven't booked like where we're going to stay, but I feel better Mm -hmm. about like having dates and plane tickets and things like that. Absolutely. And I feel really good about y'all having plane tickets and dates because one of these trips is to come visit me and I'm really excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. And that's going to (laughs) be such a fun trip because we're doing both Portland and Seattle. So it's actually going to be quite a big trip. Absolutely. And it's going to be really nice weather here at that time. It's going to be like 80s, 90s, but no humidity, and it's going to be beautiful. (laughs) I'm really pumped. Can't wait. (laughs) Yeah, we need to have our own planning sesh, actually, to talk about what all we're going to do when you're here. Maybe we could do like a impromptu Instagram Live or something while we're together. Ooh. Yeah, we absolutely should. An impromptu live session that we're planning right now. Well, I mean, we could do a (laughs) live on Instagram as like a live podcast instead of recording. Yeah, that's a great idea. That'd be so fun. And we can drink while we do it. It'll be great. (laughs) We'll just do it while we're at one of the many wineries. Happy hour with Anna and Bracey. Yeah, I love it. Um, All right. Well, I'm super pumped about today's episode. And honestly, this episode topic was inspired out of a birthday party 
that Bracey threw for some of her friends a couple weeks ago. Yes, we hosted our friend's 30th birthday, and they, which they did all the decor and everything, but it was 90s themed, and they they crushed it. Like, we had a Beanie Baby wall and 90s <laughs> snacks, and I wore bike shorts and Converse's and a tie-dye shirt, and I did my hair like the space buns that Xenon wears in Xenon. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. What is what's the what is that movie called? Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Yes. Yeah. That was really great. Yeah. I got to see pictures from it and it truly looked amazing. It was so fun. It, it looked tubular, you know, or whatever the <laughs> words were that we <laughs> Cool beans. <laughs> oh gosh, cool that beans. Was yeah. So bad. And actually <laughs> that was one of the things that I wanted to ask you. What was like the cringiest 90s thing that you can think of? Mm. Wow. Well, it's really hard to beat Cool Beans. It's pretty cringy. But I don't know. What are some of your other ones? All right. Well, the one thing from the 90s that I absolutely hated, which maybe this is not necessarily cringy and I just hated it, was low-rise jeans. Like, low-rise jeans do not work on my body type. And also, I think they look freaking awkward. Like, with especially with the crop tops that Mm. girls would wear Mm -hmm. in the 90s. Like, who thought Mm -hmm. that was a good idea? Oh, man. And like the bejeweled pockets mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah. Not a fan of those at all. Yeah. And now everything is high rise. Like high rise is so in. I don't even know if low rise jeans get made anymore. I mean, honestly, I don't love a super high rise. I like a mid to high rise. And I even now struggled to find that. You need to get Madewell has a nine inch rise. That's considered yeah, their mid rise, but they don't make that nine inch rise in that m- many um, that's like, true. cuts. So, like a lot of times, I'll be looking for a specific, you know, like cut on the leg, or if I want a frayed hem or something, and they won't make mm-hmm. it in a nine inch rise. Yeah, that's true. So, made well, get your shit together. Get it together. God. You gotta accommodate all types of body types, which is what yeah. low rise jeans and do all rise do. preferences. <laughs> Yeah, I I just don't think they look great on anybody. Yeah. Maybe um, J-Lo. That's the only person I can think well, of that looks good on a <laughs> Shout out to J-Lo for achieving the impossible. <laughs> Always. Oh, that's funny. Well, I feel like we should go ahead and talk about the 90s trends that are like resurging right now if we're going to talk about fashion. Uh, because you yeah. just said crop tops, which I can get into are a so crop in. top. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. I feel like the bike shorts I was hesitant on for a second, but they are so freaking functional that I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to have to do it. Yeah. You just got it. I have no regrets. <laughs> okay, good. Good to know. Yeah. I feel like scrunchies are super in, not skinny jeans. Obviously. I feel like you and I have hopped on that trend a while ago, though. Yeah, that's true. Also, I think that Bermuda shorts are coming back in. Which I don't know I how hate. I feel about that. I hate that so much. And I would like to alter my previous statement of not being able to think of anything that is the cringiest thing from the 90s because it's absolutely Bermuda shorts. I will say that I haven't seen them in the format that we had them, which was like the madras, madras, however you say that, print. Mm-hmm. That's what I think of as a Bermuda short. Mm-hmm. But I'm just oh, yeah. I'm thinking about the cut. Like I saw an Everlane jean short that was like long. I don't know. I mean, I'd have I, to see it, but yeah, I'm, I'm on the fence too. But I definitely think it's happening. Like, I, I for real think it's happening. Okay, 
So mentally prepare yourself for that. Okay. I'm going to start now. I saw somebody the other day who had crimped their hair. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Which I don't even know if that's 90s or if that's older, but it looked pretty good, honestly. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a good way to do it. I just think it's hard to achieve, you know? Yeah. And I, in high school, I used to, once a week, (laughs) I would wear my hair in a ponytail. And then I obviously had like tendrils of some kind and I would crimp one side and then I would curl the other side. Wow. You're so cool. It's amazing. (laughs) I don't know why I thought that that looked good. You just needed to be different. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I was a healthy, a healthy two back then, so I was tapping into my four uniqueness. Mm-hmm. Oh, what else? I'm trying to think. Yeah, like scrunchies, crop tops. Oh, I feel like baggy, like oversized flannels and sweatshirts and all of that. Baggy, also anything really, really popular and like chunky shoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I can do the chunky shoes. I feel like I can ease into it, but I think when I put it on, I, yeah, I'm always like, wow, this looks weird. Yeah. Or does it look weird? And I, or is it that I'm just not used to it? I, yeah, I think everything takes a little time to get used to, too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe six months ago, our friend group had a discussion about middle parts and how funny they look. And now, sometimes when I'm at home, I'll wear mine in a middle part just because I'm trying to get used to it because that's, you know, it is where yeah. people are going now. So, yeah. That's how I feel about putting on eyeliner sometimes because I barely ever wear it. And so then I put it on. I'm like, does this look bad or am I just not used to seeing myself like that? I feel like that's makeup in general for me because I think during quarantine, I wear makeup all of like three times. And so Mm -hmm. now when I put on mascara, I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. (laughs) I look funny. (laughs) All right. So we're both 90s babies. How was it like growing up as a child in the 90s? Are there things that your parents let you do that when you have kids, you would absolutely never let them do? Okay. Well, I can't think of anything. I feel like I was a pretty sheltered child. So, Mm. and I, I mean, by, I was born in 91. So I was only nine by the time the nineties were over. And I feel like our childhood was pretty reasonable. Like we didn't, you know, like go a bunch of places alone. We also weren't like helicopter parented too much. I don't know. What about you? I feel like I had a lot of freedom in my neighborhood, at least when I was a little kid, like Mm -hmm. going on a walk or going rollerblading and being gone for like hours or walking to my friend's house alone or walking to the pool alone just didn't seem like a big deal. I think one thing too that we always did and a lot of people in our neighborhood did was we just let our dog out. And she would just be gone for hours and we never worried about her because she would just always come back. But yeah, I can't imagine ever doing that now. We do that and with I, our dogs at the lake. And honestly, Clementine never goes anywhere. Izzy's the only one that, that leaves, but she always comes back. I, w- I don't think I would do that in our neighborhood here, though, only because every time they get out, our neighbors text us and tell us. So like, I feel like I'm inconveniencing oh. other people for our dogs to be on their property. But I know that they would come gotcha. home. Yeah. The other thing is that I feel like I watched so much TV. Oh, yeah. I watched when a lot I was of TV. little. Yeah. And I don't think today that that's like kosher anymore. Yeah. I don't feel like it hurt me, though. You know, I don't know that I would necessarily have my kids watch that much TV, but I also don't think it hindered me in any way. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it did either, but I feel like there's so much 
pressure now and so much more research about like screen time and all of that, that it's frowned upon to let your kids watch TV all day. Yeah, we'll see. I never know about, I mean, it's hard to be a parent. So like, yeah, if you got to let your kids watch TV, then so be it. Yeah, same. Let it happen. I learned a lot from TV shows, probably. Yeah, I think there's so much educational programming now that you can do online, too. It's a little different. Because I was watching a lot of, like, Doug and Hey Arnold and, honestly, Blue's Clues. I watched Blue's Clues until I was way too old. Well, I had a a younger (laughs) brother, but still. What was the guy's name? Was it Steve? Steve. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, so what were your favorite 90s TV shows? I mean, I feel like it was those three. Oh, what was the other? Reading Rainbow and Wishbone? Okay. I don't those remember on, being... <gasps> those were on oh my PBS. Gosh, Wishbone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to have Wishbone books where when you like flipped the pages, it would like make him do... Tricks? Some type of like trick. Yeah. Or he would like pick up a rose or something. Because I feel like there was like a Romeo and Juliet Wishbone book for some reason. Huh. I don't know. We might have to deep dive after this to (laughs) find some of these. What other TV shows did you watch? Well, I had older sisters. And so I feel like I got to be exposed to things that they were interested Mm -hmm. in that maybe I would have been allowed to watch if I had been on my own. Yeah. Um, And so huge into Saved by the Bell. Okay. Watched a lot of Baywatch. Interesting. (laughs) Fascinating. Um, also Seventh Heaven. Was oh, a really yeah. Big I watched one. Seventh Heaven. Also, um, Boy Meets World, I watched. Oh, yeah. And Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like, oh, TGIF yeah. was the best. <laughs> I feel like I lived for it. Yeah. And Lizzie McGuire. Oh, yeah. Big time. I would still watch Lizzie McGuire. I'm actually upset that they, that they ended up canceling what was supposed to be a new season of it with where they are today. Oh, bummer. Um, I totally forgot about The Proud Family and Kim Possible. Oh, yeah. I loved yeah, Kim both Possible. Those. I actually wore green pants and a black shirt the other day to work, and I was like, do you guys think I look like Kim Possible? <laughs> they have it on Disney+. Plus. I've been thinking about rewatching it. That would be really fun. I feel like I don't remember what any of the episodes were like, but it would definitely be fun. Mm-hmm. Also, one of our favorite movies as a family, one that I can remember watching over and over, was Spy Kids. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know that the little redheaded boy in Spy Kids is where is married to Megan Trainer? I did know that, and I think it's fascinating. I know. It seems so random. They seem like they don't match, but they also kind of seem like they're like really in love, which is great. I think they yeah, just had a baby or something. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. It's crazy. Congratulations, you guys. Mm-hmm. What about Rugrats? Oh, yeah. I watched a lot of Rugrats, too. Did you have a favorite Disney Channel movie? A a favorite DCOM? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Excuse me. As the cool kids call it. Um, Oh, gosh. Yes. I loved Smart House. Oh, that was a good one. And I also loved Motocross. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. This is, like, absolutely incredibly embarrassing, but I'm going to be really vulnerable on this podcast today and share this story. We appreciate you for that. Thank you. So the youngest brother in motocross, his character's name was Jason and he would like work on their bikes 
And he, I think in the movie, he was probably like 12 or something like that. And I had the biggest crush on him. Like, I thought he was so cute. This movie came out in, ooh, 2001. So it's not actually a 90s movie, but we'll count it. So I was 11, had the biggest crush on him. When the first time that I watched the movie, you know, fell in love, (laughs) whatever. And then I went up to my room and was like sobbing because I knew that I was never going to meet him. Oh, poor little Anna. (laughs) So sad. It was so heartbreaking and really embarrassing. Do you still feel that same way about Leonardo DiCaprio? Well, I feel like maybe there's still a chance. You're just holding out hope for the rest of your life (laughs) that you'll meet him? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Also, (laughs) now that I'm looking at this guy's picture, I'm like, why was I so into him? Maybe you just really resonated with his character. I don't know. Well, I think that a lot of the like classic 90s TV shows, we were kind of too young to really appreciate. So I didn't start watching Friends until I was like older. And I know that you have some news for us on that front. I have just recently started a Friends journey. I had seen, of course, like some random episodes throughout my years, but I have really committed and I'm in season three. I'm so proud of you. How do you feel about it? I like it. The first season, I was like, uh, it's fine. Like, I'm not not enjoying it, but I'm not like laughing out loud or anything like that, which I feel like is true though for most first seasons of like comedy type shows. Mm -hmm. You have to like get to know the characters and all of that. But starting in season two, I was like, oh, I'm like in this, like I want to watch it a lot. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's really funny. Right now, my favorite characters are Phoebe and then like Joey and Chandler as a combo. Mm-hmm. One of my, I think, more unpopular opinions is that individually, I don't really like any of those characters, but they just work together. Mm. Like there's yeah, not I can see that. one of them that I'm like, oh, I really like that character, but together they just work. Yeah, I could see that for sure. And I know that some people really don't like Phoebe. Which I don't, I really don't like Monica. Oh, really? Yeah, she gets on my nerves. What do you not like about her? She's insanely uptight and never learns. <laughs> she, she never grows in that aspect of her personality. She's just like always uptight. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I don't really care that much about Ross. I actually think I like Ross more than most people. I feel like most people think he's annoying or something. I just am like, I don't understand his appeal, really. Like, he's not that cute. He is pretty sweet and thoughtful. But outside of that, I'm just like, eh, it's kind of boring. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston could do better. Oh, I love Ross and Rachel together. That's one of my favorite parts of the show. Okay. Well, have you gotten to the part? I have not. I'm but it did. I do. I it did wake me up the other night because I listened to it or watch it like before I go to bed and then I always fall asleep. And at one point I woke up and I heard her say or him. I don't know. One of them talking about being on a break and I like paused it immediately because I was like, I know this is like a big, it's a big point moment. of contention. Mm-hmm. And so I, I can't sleep through this. I gotta okay. go back. The next time we talk on the podcast. I want to hear what your opinions are on that, whether they were on a break or not. Like, we have to discuss that. Okay. I will definitely have surpassed that point next time for sure. 
Um, you didn't tell us what your favorite decom was. I think it was probably Brink. But to be totally honest, oh, I like the one too with the Irish guy. Mm-hmm. It was basketball? Is that what that one was? Yes, the luck of the Irish. Yes, that one with Ryan Merriman. He was like a little Disney prince. I feel like there are a couple of Disney princes that that were in like everything. Yeah, yeah. Also, I love that Brink is your favorite because you also rollerblade <laughs> now. <laughs> I know, but it just I mean, feels guess, full circle. Yeah, I did back then too. I uh, my mom actually let us rollerblade in the house, which was really fun when I was growing up. Um, oh my gosh, what a cool mom! Yeah, that was pretty cool. But yeah, maybe that uh, movie inspired me to make this my passion project. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I do. I will say that I think that '90s Disney movies were like pretty superior like they were really good in the 90s yeah i will still watch decoms today but they're just never as good no but like i they're trying too hard yeah agreed they're just a little like i don't know immature whereas disney Mm -hmm. movies i could rewatch anytime like hercules we almost watched that the other night hercules is so good i think it's one of the more underrated disney movies of that time period mulan pocahontas yeah I haven't watched Hercules in a really long time, but I loved it when I was younger. I used to have a Meg action figure. Uh, I had a Meg Barbie doll, yeah. But the music in Hercules is really good. Okay, I might have to rewatch it this weekend. You should definitely do that. On an unrelated note, we watched Raya and the Last Dragon, which is the new one. Oh, yeah. It was pretty good, but then it inspired us to watch the all three of the How to Train Your Dragons ones. Oh my gosh. And those movies are so good. They're so, so good. And I don't even love, like, animated movies. Like, I love the old Disney movies that I, like, grew up on. Mm-hmm. But animated movies today, it takes me kind of a lot to, like, want to watch them. I have to be, like, pushed into it. Even if I know they're going to be good, I'm, like, ugh, just not super into it. Mm-hmm. But How to Train Your Dragon, oh, my gosh, so good. Also, Big Hero 6 is phenomenal. Yeah, Big Hero 6 is great. Also, Tangled is really good. Seb yes, is Tangled. very obsessed with Moana, who, which Moana, Lin-Manuel Miranda did a lot of Moana. So like, mm-hmm. you know, he's really good. Um, yeah. Coco's really good. I think that Onward was very underrated. It came out, I think, right as the pandemic hit. So it didn't like mm. get the, I, I don't the think, hype. Yeah. I don't think it got the hype that it deserved, but it was also. I have good. not seen that one, but yeah, I haven't seen some of those. Even though I know they're good. I mean, animated movies aren't for everybody, but they're definitely our, our favorite like genre. We have an unspoken rule that we can't watch a kid's movie without the other person. <laughs> it's not allowed. That's really, that's really sweet. Was this put into place before or after the WandaVision season finale fanasco? Uh, okay, so after the WandaVision season finale problem... Uh, he actually watched Mulan, the live action, without me, mm-hmm. and I was upset that he didn't ask, because I feel like you always ask. Yeah. And actually, yeah, no, this must be, I mean, I feel like in general, this is a rule that we have, but he also watched, so he, he watched the Mulan live action movie, which was, ended up being terrible, so that was, like, not a big deal. Yeah, I've but heard it's not great. Then he also watched uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines. And that's on Netflix. And then he was like, I haven't heard of that. 
he was like, it's so good. We have to watch it together. And I, we watched it together and it was so good. And I was like, you should not have watched this without me the first time. That's rude. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I mean, I just think there's certain things you don't watch out without your partner. If it's your thing, then, you know. Yeah. I just, I agree. I feel like you have to ask, especially if it's a movie or if you're like starting a show, you just have to be like, Hey, I'm going to, I want to watch this. Are you interested? Should I wait or not? Well, like, I don't, I don't need him to ask for every show. Like he watches a lot of sci-fi and I, not that I don't like it. I just don't care if he starts things like that without me. Sure. Yeah. But if it's something that we traditionally watch together, like we watch every single Marvel movie together and then he watches the season finale of WandaVision without me, like that's, it doesn't make sense. That was such a betrayal. (laughs) Honestly, though, he's gotten so much shit from our friends about it that I feel like he'll never do it again. Outside of the fact that I made him promise that he'd never do it again. (laughs) Right. He's, he's, he's not going to. He learned his lesson. He did. Okay, do you remember the first either cassette tape or CD that you ever bought or had? Okay, I know that I had Pocahontas soundtrack on cassette. And I listened to that a lot. Um, But CD, I'm pretty sure it was Britney Spears, Baby One More Time. Oh, wow. That's a great one. And that was also my first concert, so classic 90s. Oh my gosh, wait, you been to a Britney Spears concert? I have, yeah, in the fifth grade. I did not know that. Have you been How to a Britney Spears concert? I have not, no. Okay. But I would love to go. I mean, it was so long if ago, she I ever... don't really remember, but I think I had a good time. I mean, I'm sure you did, because it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't think I was old enough to appreciate it, though. I mean, fifth grade. Yeah. You know? I could see that. I could see that. My first tape was Torn by Natalie Imbruglia, or Imbruglia. Who that is. Do you remember that song though? No. Nothing's right, I'm torn. I'm oh, all out yes. of faith. Okay. That's actually a great yeah. song. Yeah, that was it's my like, first cassette tape. Yeah, that's not embarrassing. <laughs> like I feel like Britney Spears is pretty um maybe it's just the She's she's not embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. like, it's too mainstream. I sh- that shouldn't have been it. <laughs> okay, that she was mainstream, but she's absolutely not embarrassing. That's true. All right. Was there anything in the 90s that you collected? Um, I definitely collected Beanie Babies and kind of just like stuffed animals in general. Oh, okay. But the thing that I like truly collected over my life until I was like in high school, I guess, was spoons. What? Have you ever seen these at like tourist shops at different places? They're like little tiny spoons that'll have like some type of engraving on them. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to send you some pictures. But yeah, I used to collect spoons when I was little. My parents had each of us pick something that we wanted to collect when we were little. And so Sarah collected shot glasses, which I love it. Thinking about her her, uh, wild times in high school is really funny to me that she chose that as a little kid. That is funny. And Martha picked keychains and then I picked spoons. Wow. And so okay. anytime we went on a trip somewhere, we would get a spoon or whatever it was that we were collecting. Yeah. Huh. I still have them in our basement. That is funny. Did you collect anything? I definitely had a Beanie Baby collection and Pokemon cards. And then I also had some like quarters, like a, I wouldn't say a sizable collection of quarters, but like I had some of the ones that 
they're made to be in a collection. Like, they come in a little booklet mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But, like, I don't think any of those things I was collecting because I wanted to collect them. I think it was just, like, I don't know if it was our generation just collected a lot of things or if kids just like to do that. But I never cared that much about what was in the collection, just that I had them. Right. Okay. Like, oh, I have <laughs> a collection of coins. And honestly, somebody <laughs> gave, like, somebody else started that collection for me. But I was like, oh, yeah, I have a coin collection. But, like, I didn't care about, like, having really nice coins in the collection. Right. And recently, yeah. Seb went through my Pokemon cards from when I was oh little gosh. to see if I had anything that we could sell that was worth anything. And he yeah. was like, this collection is terrible. He was like, you had no good cards. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, don't even, I don't even know if I played or, like, I feel like I just carried the book around just because it was cool to have a Pokemon card collection. <laughs> Totally. Oh my gosh, I forgot about Pokemon cards. Yeah, I definitely had some Pokemon cards. I wouldn't say it was a collection necessarily, but yeah, I was like, I never played Pokemon. I didn't understand it. I only knew a couple of the characters, but like it felt important to have them. Exactly. Yeah. Same with Beanie Babies, I think. I was like, they're cute, but I just felt like I needed to have a collection. The Beanie Babies thing was such a scam because everybody thought like, oh, in 15 years, these are going to be worth millions. And like that, I feel like that is why people had them. Like I remember my sister Martha had this one that was in like a plastic case that we like never took out. And I'm like, it's just a stuffed animal. Like these are not, and everybody had them. Yeah. It's insane. Truly crazy. Yeah. It's real good. I also hoarded things like flavored chapstick and like any, Mm -hmm. like, you know, quintessential 90s like glittery nail polish i feel like i just tried to like get as many as i could yeah gel pens oh yeah yeah you had to have a nice set of gel pens to be a 90s kid Mm -hmm. absolutely i actually would enjoy a set of gel pens now i think same did you guys have the machine at your school where you could put in a quarter and get like a pencil or a notebook or whatever i think we did i definitely have had exposure to that for sure at some point. So I feel like it must have been there. Yeah. But it's I can't like visualize like, it. You could get like Lisa Frank like notebooks or What? I mean I think they were like kind of expensive. I don't remember doing it a lot, but you could get like a pencil or an eraser and they were always like cool. Yeah. It wasn't just a plain pencil. Yeah. Oh gosh. So many good things about the nineties. Like nineties music, third eye blind. Three Doors Down. I think I appreciate 90s music more now that I'm an adult. Yeah. I would say the same for me. Like, I definitely listened along to the radio and knew all these songs when I was little, but I love them even more now. Like, 90s R&B is so good. Oh, yeah. What would you say your favorite 90s snack was? Like, there's a lot of stuff in the 90s that I feel like they don't make anymore. Or, like, maybe they make it, but it's not as stereotypical for, like, a parent to put in a kid's lunch. Like, gushers or fruit by the foot. Oh, man. Yeah. Or <gasps> zebra cakes. I love zebra cakes. Honestly, wow. that's probably my fave. Yeah, those are absolutely delicious. I also was really into, like, the Nutter Butters, which they definitely still have. But I had a friend at school that would always give me one of hers at lunchtime. I had a ring pop left over from the party yesterday. It was <gasps> such a nice treat. Oh my god, ring pops. I love that. I w- yeah, I was super into gushers. I also really liked bagel bites, which are still around and not exclusively a 90s things by any means. 
And we also used to get these frozen McDonald's fries packets. Hmm. I've never heard of that. <laughs> I don't think they make them anymore. But yeah, super into this. Uh, Lunchables were the greatest. And mm-hmm. I just recently found out that Target makes an adult version of a Lunchable that's basically charcuterie in like a plastic container for the mm-hmm. on the go. And I was like, this is genius. You were like, this is amazing. Yeah, they absolutely do. I've seen them before. I also sometimes will randomly grab a Lunchable if I'm at the store, like an impulse buy. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I want that pizza Lunchable. <laughs> that sounds great. I mean, the pizza one was the best one. Yeah, it was super good. I wasn't really allowed many Lunchables, so I thought they were such a novelty. We definitely had Lunchables very frequently, but I only really liked the pizza one and I liked the like ham, cheese, and cracker one, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. What was your favorite drink? I feel like it was probably Coke. That's pretty. Maybe Fanta. I love New Grape, and then I saw that they brought High C back at McDonald's recently. But high C was never my thing, but I just thought it was funny that it's like a, it's now like vintage. <laughs> yeah. It's making a comeback. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty funny. They should also, charge a little extra for it. Mm-hmm. I loved Yoohoo, but now oh, I think wow. it's gross. Oh, really? Yeah. I would rather have chocolate milk any day. What, what do you, what's the difference it between Yoohoo and chocolate milk? It tastes different. Yoohoo probably has a lot more sugar in it. Yeah. And yeah, it just doesn't taste like regular chocolate milk. Okay. Yeah, I liked you who's I don't know, anything 90s junk food. I like you just can't go wrong. Except for maybe with those like cheesy packets where it would be like little mini like cracker breadsticks and you would like dip it in the cheese. We had Do you some remember of those, those at the party. I think that cheese is probably the nastiest thing I've ever. Yeah, that cheese but sucks. I do think that I think they all got eaten, so people must like them. I feel like those people ate them as like a nostalgia factor and not because they are actually good. I mean, maybe. I don't know. And if you have a different opinion, we would love <laughs> to hear that. Um, and But I need a lot of reasons why you think it's good. <laughs> One thing that we didn't have that I kind of wished we had was Fun Dip. I used to love Fun Dip. Oh, my God. That's the best. It's literally just powdered, colored sure. sugar. But those little sticks, on a sugar stick. It was sugar on I a sugar wish, stick. Yeah, I wish that you could just buy the sticks because those things were amazing. They were good. Gosh, I also wish you could buy a ring pop without the the ring part. What? Yeah, I just like I always try to pull the ring out so I can just like not have to put my hand in my mouth the whole time. <laughs> um, like a I sucker without a without a, a stem on it. Yeah, so just like a jawbreaker, essentially. Kind of, but I don't like jawbreakers because they were sour. Okay, so not into sours, so you weren't into warheads. I liked the challenge of a warhead. (laughs) Okay. I feel like you can still find warheads these days if you, like, search for them. I have a leftover bag of Pop Rocks that I haven't dug into yet. I'm looking forward to it. I've been saving it. Wow. This is making me very hungry for some junk food. (laughs) Very specific junk food. Mm. Also, I love that our episode last time was about our 30s, and this episode is about our childhood. Feels, feels nice. Full circle. Yeah. Is there anything that we did or, like, experienced in the 90s that you will tell your children, like, can you believe that we did this thing this way? Like, for me, 
I just think about, and this probably wasn't even 90s, I bet it was early 2000s, but I just remember having to wait to dial up the internet. And like, now that (laughs) seems so ridiculous that we did it that way. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, this is probably also, yeah, maybe late 90s, early 2000s, but like not having a map on your phone and either having to like get directions from somebody or print them off of MapQuest. Mm-hmm. And read so them out loud. Now. Yeah. I feel like just the time it took to do anything or the lack of convenience of everything, like, is going to blow future generations' minds. Yeah, for real. Is there anything from the 90s that you really miss? I mean, outside of all the TV shows and the music, I feel like the main thing that I miss from the 90s, which is probably completely related to the fact that I was a kid. Is just like life feeling a lot easier and not being attached to screens all the times because it just wasn't a possibility. Except for the TV screen. Except for the TV <laughs> screen. That's true. I take that, I take that back a little bit. But yeah, and I feel like just doing things outside and yeah. Yeah. It's hard to separate that from like whether that was the 90s or whether it was childhood. Yeah, probably a combination. Yeah. What about you? I think that I miss having friends in my neighborhood. I would literally kill to have friends in my neighborhood now. Like, that's Mm -hmm. one of my dreams is to have some of my friends move in to walking distance from me. Yeah, that's a big one. Also, I just really miss jellies. Like, I wish that they (laughs) made jellies for adults. Honestly, even if they made them, people would probably stare at me, but I think I'd still wear them. You absolutely would. Yeah. What do you, did you wear the ones? Cause I feel like there are multiple types of jellies. Did you wear the ones that like kind of had like a braided top and then like clipped around your ankle? Yeah. That's the kind of. Head. Okay. I think I had both a clear pair and a pink pair. Okay. And there was definitely like an aqua blue pair also. Mm-hmm. They were great. Yeah. Those were so cute. I feel like they've no way they don't make adult jellies, right? I mean, maybe they do. I haven't seen them though. I don't. Okay. I also feel like I just end up wearing them, you know, with shorts and a t-shirt, like not as an outfit. Yeah, <laughs> which would be fine. Yeah, I think that Birkenstocks are like the current version of jellies. Yeah, I would agree, and I feel like there's no rules with Birkenstocks. Like, it's you not weird to like. Yeah, and it's not weird to, like, wear socks with them. Please tell my husband that, because every time I put socks on with my Birkenstocks, he's like, are you going to wear that? Not that I wear okay, them well, in public like that very often, but with my feet are cold. Well, when he comes out to Portland, he's going to be like, wow, everybody wears socks with their Birkenstocks out here. So, I'm, it's not I can't weird. wait. Can't wait. Yeah. Well, we would love to hear about your 90s experiences and what you loved about them. You can email us at lightheartedpodcast at gmail.com. Or follow along on Instagram at lightheartedpod. Talk to you in two weeks. See ya.